You're listening to another episode of Our Journey with Melanie and Chris. Yoo-hoo! This is our journey with me and... Me! <laughs> Chris. So in no particular order, we're going to go over the last two weeks. On purpose, we did not... Well, really, we also forgot because we like to relax on Sundays, but... I was going to say, I didn't know it was on purpose, so you were all learning something new. Mel knew it was on purpose, I didn't. Wait, but here's the thing. So I was reading Shoe Dog. I'm still... I'm, I'm close to finishing that. And from one big thing to another, our months passed. And I think that just, we just, I'm going to give some uh, grace on myself that we don't need to do a podcast every single week because like we sometimes say, there's not a whole lot to report because it's just the little things that add up to a big success. Yeah, I love that. I think that uh, clearly writing a book and doing a podcast are two vastly different things, you know? I mean, I think that's, that's the reason it's important to reflect on your day and journal um, just if you go to the Matthew McConaughey book that just came out where it's all his journalings. Are you reading that? No. Oh, going, I will, though. Yeah, me too. Uh, for sure. I'll read it list. in a southern accent. Um, I won't be doing that. But, um, <laughs> but anyways, and so, you know, I think there is a huge difference between like the book and the podcast. Because it's journals? No, be, I'm just saying like when you watch a movie that's based on a true story, you read a book. It isn't every week. Like they're not like, hey, report it in, guys. Mm-hmm. It's more of it's a like, caption of could be a year, right? Like I think the book is literally each yeah, chapter is a different year, right? Goes from year to year, saying what happened. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I just you know obviously there's not fifty two pages in every chapter, so it's not like every week this mm-hmm. is what happened. It's more like the high. It's the highlights of of the life the, of the journey. Which is why it's our journey. So consider this year warning. If you are here going to show up every Sunday, uh, don't expect always our journey. I'm going to show up every Sunday. You guys may not be there <laughs> and may not be there, but you know, You happens. don't know my password to this podcast, but, um, <laughs> you don't know my password to my life. So I actually keep, here's oh, the thing about Chris. It's so funny. Cause I feel like I'm more of a, Hmm. I don't know. Like our personalities, maybe I'm, I don't know what color or how you know personalities, but I am more of an organized person. But when it comes to some things, I'm just kind of a fly by the seat of my pants kind of lady. Would you agree? That you're more organized or that you're a fly by the seat of your pants fan? Well, I'm both. Lady? I think you like spontaneity, but you are organized. And yes. th- most people don't see those correlating at all, but there's, there can be vast correlation in that. Yeah, like it's called we, Melanie. Well, I'm saying we think sometimes things like that are the opposite side of the coin, Mm -hmm. but. I think there's just some things that I I care to have a surprise brought to me and other things I care to not have a surprise and have it planned out. I think it's like the house you like to have organized for fun activities. You like spontaneity. Yes. Yeah. Well said. Thanks. Um, I forgot how I was relating to this. I never thought about this before or something. (laughs) I forgot how I was relating this to what we just talked about. Boy, so did I. Was it the office organization? Oh, that's a good transition. Oh. Let's get to it. <laughs> Zing. So we moved into this new place in September. Yeah, September. And uh, we just kind of threw stuff. We have two bedrooms. So we have our, our bedroom where we <laughs> sleep and reside at night. And then we have the office. 
So slowly we have been building it up to an office. For a while, I remember in October when we did the Glen Ray's Corn Maze, I sat on the floor and blew up a ton of balloons in there and had like huge projects of balloons with all these other boxes of office stuff. And we have a lot of office stuff. We have books, bookshelf, posters, whiteboards. We have so many corkboards and whiteboards. We have so many legal pads of paper, just office stuff galore. And it's slowly been coming together and we are about 2% away from it being actually set up and, and clear and functional. And it's re- it feels really nice. 2% <clears throat> away from success. Oh. Completion. Completion, yeah. It's, it's successful along the way. But it's really nice. Now we have, we have space to walk and we have our camera bag in a certain place. And now we have – we just bought shelving, which Chris – we were laughing about it. He's like, you know, when you're an adult, when you're excited to set up shelving in your office. Because she was excited when I came in through Amazon. I was. So I, I spent all day yesterday putting it together and it was really Not nice. all day. That's not true. That If it took her that long, we have way more issues than the organizing of the office. It took It took like, like, like three Brook- Brooklyn Nine-Nine episodes. Yeah, so an hour. Yeah, but they, they don't relate to that. They relate to Brooklyn Nine-Nine episodes. They do. Okay. All of you are true fans. Holla. <laughs> So uh, it it's really nice. And so today we put up some posters. So when Chris, when we did the mountaintop experience a year ago, about this time, it was in February, right? It was the end of February, beginning of March. That's right. Yeah. The turn of, it was, it was on leap year day. It was leap on day. leap year day. So uh, we made some posters for that. And now those are up in the office and they're very motivational. It's very fun. And they have your logo on it. So it's very official. Yeah, I like it. And it's then, cool. oh, tell me about your calendar. Ooh, okay. My ca- I have a calendar. Boom. Okay. Probably. Uh, so, <laughs> earlier this year, or at the end of last year, beginning of la- at the beginning of this year, end of last year, I created a ninety day habitual success calendar. So it has it broken down so you can see ninety days. Right. The the premise is off a twelve week year. I believe the book is called where you you spend each ninety days like it's a year. So it makes time more precious. It makes it gets you clarity, gets you feedback on the the you know vision you have for yourself, the way, the habits you're creating, the goals you're creating, your priorities, and allows you to see how well you're executing on them quicker, to get feedback quicker, and to shift quicker if you to adapt quicker if you are not having the success you're if you that you want to get out of it. It also allows you to track things much easier and it just makes these are huge so they're 22 by 28 uh they're dry erase so you can you know constantly use them over and over and so we're in our first really roughly 30 days of that calendar so it's super exciting i love it i've thought about cradium for i don't know probably about a year it's been washing around in my mind and uh they're extremely beneficial i've found them uh extremely motivating and inspiring and rewarding and recording and um, just getting the feedback and seeing where I fall short and where I'm executing excellently. And this is really a prototype because there's, there's even different color schemes of a logo on the bottom we wanted to try out, see how it is, what kind of markers work best. So it's kind of fun to see him use something that we can eventually turn around to help other people live intentionally for 90 days at a time. For sure. I've already sent it to a client and stuff and they're excited and it's just really cool. It's fun to use and it's fun to just have and, it laid out in front of you. And they're really big. When we say yeah, like we made a calendar, like, you may so. think, 
yeah, well, they just may think a small, tiny counter, oh, like, sure, with cats yeah. on it. Nay, it's like... It does have cats, but the it, rest... False. Oh, okay. If I had a cat, I'd burn it. Oh, goodness. Just kidding. Aggressive. They just make my eyes itchy. I'm just not a cat person. They're not real cats either. Just heads up. Okay. There's no cats involved. <laughs> okay. But they are... They're pretty big. So it's it's nice... Not the cats. The cats aren't big. They're small. Get off of the cats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Good night. So anyway, they're really big. They're really nice. They take up good space on the wall. So it's it's nice to see that laid out and you work on it. Or really just hold yourself accountable each day. Yeah. By writing down your habits. For sure. And um They're probably similar to size to that one of those big <clears throat> yearly calendars you get that have the months laid out. Wouldn't you compare it to that size? Um I'm not familiar with that kind of calendar. The calendar you have your social month. media one on? Where it has like a month and then you tear it off yeah so if you go to walmart or target the biggest calendar you yeah, can find right? is the size of one month that chris has. correct yeah. i guess that's right it was just a similar comparison if you have questions let us know we'll send you a picture with chris giving a thumbs up next to his calendars yeah and it, next to the calendar each each 30 days has where you create your self-talk you create your vision you create words you align then there is goals rewards habits um and uh priorities yes yes it's very fun so that's exciting so exciting that's kevin hart by the way so we don't get sued kevin don't sue us (laughs) (laughs) gotta give him credit um you you wanted to talk about goals versus habits since we're talking about habits can you talk about that yeah i'll go over it briefly so most people talk about in personal development, they talk about let's set a goal, let's create a goal, let's write it down, let's read it three times a day. There's value to that. I'm not dissing that. That's also the thing that messes people up. It creates a cognitive dissonance when you write down a goal and you don't act towards it. And the trouble is that for people that are successful and unsuccessful, we all have the same goals. Nobody gets to the beginning of the year and says, you know what, I'm going to write down a, a, a resolve or a goal to get fatter. Hey, I want my marriage to get worse. Hey, I hope to earn, le- earn less money. Hey, I hope to not get anything cool this year. Hey, let's not go on any trips. Nobody does that. All of us have the same goals and the same things we want from life. The difference between a successful and unsuccessful person is not the goal. It's the habit. It's the habitual actions that they live out consistently, long-term vision, consistently from day to day, from month to month, from year to year. And that's what the difference is to me and to, if you research it, the way you create a habit is far more important than having a goal. A goal is a finish line of like when I, hey, over there, when I get this thing, then I'll be happy. Or when I get this thing, that'll be a completion date. A habit is a lifelong implementation of key excellence in your life. You're very good about wording stuff together. That made sense and it's powerful. It's the reason I do what I do. <laughs> I love that. And more to come on that because you are obviously an accountability coach and part of accountability is holding people accountable and yourself included of lifestyle habits. Yeah. I mean, really what I do is I coach people to excellence, right? So we go out, we find the habits that you are not doing, the awareness that's messing you up that you had no idea because you're focused on this thing that you thought it was and it wasn't even that. And then we help you get realigned in your awareness. We help you create habits and then we get you into action and we keep you living an excellent life. Yes. Speaking of a life of excellence, part of that is facing things that may be a little bit difficult. So we have events that are happening this throughout the year. 
And our first one coming up is a marathon on the Bonneville Salt Flats. And it's pretty exciting to plan. Um, I think the reason why we thought it would be tough is, one, it's cold outside. And two, when this is what I think. So when I drive at night, I don't like it as much because I can't see as much passing by. So I almost feel like I'm driving and not moving. And so I think it has that same, um, uh, what am I thinking of? What word? Same kind of feel when you're running and there's nothing around you so you can't really tell if like how far you've gone or how far you still have to go before you have your turnaround point or wherever the course is but i think that solitude is going to be a a mind trip for some people that are running it that's the goal right challenge yourself mentally you can do anything you want to physically it's just mental Mm -hmm. they're again creating a habit of being the person that does whatever it takes doing whatever it takes choosing your heart and realizing that the way you speak to yourself determines will you continue to go or will you continue to grow or will you just decide to, um, you know, give up? Yep. So if anyone's interested, that is happening on March 21st. Sorry, I always get that wrong. March 20th. March 20th, which is a Saturday in the Bonne- at the Bonneville Salt Flat. So if you're interested. You can register on my website, Chris Avery Coaching. Or chrisavery.com, sorry. It'll go, li- it'll go live on Saturday. Perfect. So keep an eye out for that. It's going to be great. Good good people. I'll be there at the, red, not really registration, but I'll be there at the aid station where you'll be able to come by and I will soothe your soul with, with Ooh. myself. Ooh. Okay. What does that mean? They're going to soothe our soul. Okay, good. Yeah. I'll give foot massages if I need oh, to. I'll sing to you. I will feed you a banana. Put some Vaseline on your thighs whoa that sounds weird well okay first of all you don't use vaseline because that's creepy and weird no it's not creepy when i ran the saint george marathon yeah there were two stations i remember of people that had gloves on with huge globs of vaseline in their gloves and they said where do you need it as you ran by so wherever you're chafing unfortunately i was only chafing my butt crack but i did not stop so someone could put their hand down there yeah but i was very tempted well, was, i had vaseline was, in myself it was weird it was two dudes that had really long beards and they were old <laughs> No, had stains all over the shirt, but they offered. Well, it was fun. Like one of the times I think I was walking or I had a conversation with someone real quick and I said, do you ever feel like you're, um, what did I say? Like you're, you're getting too personal with people. And they said, no, most of these runners are really open. They just take their pants off and they say, wipe it, run. (laughs) Uh, that was probably the most entertaining thing that happened on that run. But anyway, anyway, I will be there and it'll be fun. All types of fun. Also. What are you doing right now um, to prepare for the next event after um, the marathon? Oh, so right now, I mean, I do a warrior workout twice a week, but that's really just to kick butt and do something hard. Uh, but oh, go ahead. Can I explain the warrior yeah, cool. workout? Yeah, for sure. So this is one warrior workout, just just one, and then you do so many sets of it. So you're standing you crawl out on the ground. You do a push-up. You pull. You go in there, bear. In you go in there, bear crawl. Bear you crawl. Your butt in the air. And then you go back out, do a push-up, and then you jump your feet forward, jump your feet back, do a push-up, and then you crawl back and stand up. That is That's one. one. So then you do three of those, then four, then five, then six, and seven, eight, nine, ten. Then you go down back. Starting to three. back from one every time. Yes. So three, one to three. That's one set. One to four. That's one set. So Two throughout. To- one to five, that's one set, all the way up to 10, then back from 10 down to three. 
throughout the whole thing, I think if you do the whole workout, it's how many push-ups? Just just push-ups. Um, it's like 200 and some. I think like 200. And, yeah, I, I think I you're right. I, I, we can do the math, but I don't remember. Uh, but let me tell you, Chris is killing it. Keep beating your personal time. Yeah, we've been setting pers- PRs, you know. Uh, pretty consistently. Personal record, if you don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know what that oh, meant until a few months ago. Okay, cool. Yeah, PR, personal <laughs> records. Um, so today we just did it in 2458, um, which will be, you know, we extremely tough. just t- you? Well, me. Yeah. Okay, cool. The proverbial we. Um, just me. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we'll see if we can beat that time. But the truth of the matter is I also am running consistently and we're doing, like, consistently throughout the week, I would say we do that twice. And then probably another three to four times, I'm doing at least 100 push-ups and 100 pull-ups at home. The days I'm not doing that, and I'm still doing 100 pull-ups even the days that I am doing the warrior workout. And I will start upping that more because after the marathon, we go straight into 20,000 push-ups slash pull-ups. So 20,000 in a month. So And we'll you do- can choose the number each day of how many. You just have to get... Correct. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah, month, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I could choose yeah. to do all push-ups if I wanted. Yeah, but I mean, the the point is to do push-ups and pull-ups, right? Okay. Doesn't have to be doesn't have to be ten thousand and ten thousand, but you know, looking at it, it's depending on how many days you want to take off, or if you just want to do all of them. If you did it, if we're just doing a thirty-day roughly guesstimate, it's like three hundred and thirty-seven or something like that. So, you know, with a few days off, Sundays off, maybe four fifty a day, that'll get you a little over ten grand each. Um, or 10,000, you know, push-ups, 10,000 pull-ups. And so we're training for that as well. And we'll do that for not just one month, not just two months, but three months, right? 12, 12 week year, we're going to do not 60,000 plus push-ups and pull-ups in 90 days. So if you want to join that challenge, that also, you can also sign up on the website for that. And by signing up, we mean not only are you going to put your name down and you're just going to say, yay, we'll do it, and they're going to check in on me. This means you're putting a little bit of money into the pot. Chris Avery Coaching is going to put money into the pot, and the person who does it the most consistently, hopefully it's it's done to the amount that it's supposed to be, but you can walk away with money potentially at the very end of it, which is really Correct. exciting, and um, we're going to hold each other accountable on social media just to follow the journey, and anyone who's just a happy spectator, we want you to follow along as well. And if you want to up the game too, you can, I guess, put in money. But really, it's just going to be a, a good personal challenge. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll kick your butt into shape. If you want to be in shape, if you want to have a good back and chest and arms, uh, join the, join it. Plus, you get a shot at some money if you are one of the top performers. And uh, I'll be doing along with you. And I guarantee we will kick some butt and you will be feeling amazing if you do it. Yeah. And if you just want to feel amazing. Yeah. If you want to live a life of excellence. If you don't, then, you know, no worries. Well, that's a good way to guilt someone into <laughs> it. That's, that's a trademark. Get, get away. That's a trademark Chris thing. He'll, he'll say, man, what is something you did the other day? We were, we were sitting here doing something. You're like, hey, um, why aren't you doing that? It's, it's not just that you say, why aren't you? Or why is this? What? You just ask a question. I instantly feel guilty because you're asking a question, and I know that you are encouraging me to do better. Well, the person feels guilty because they want to do it. Then they're not holding themselves accountable. So you just throw in like, or not, totally up to you. And you know they already want to do it. So that extra pressure helps them perform and become the person they want to be. 
Um, Nobody is going to join the 20,000 push-ups and pull-ups unless they really truly want to be a person that excels like that, right? The other people are going to either spectate or not be part of it. But I'm saying to me, it's never bad. Like how does a diamond get made? Through pressure. You don't get a diamond without pressure. And if we're firing diamonds over here right now and we want to become diamonds, then you must put a little healthy pressure, not pressure that breaks you, but pressure that stretches you like a rubber band so you can grow into the, be the human being you want to be. Because as far as I know, I'm not a smart man, but we got one shot at this place, this life here. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) So very exciting stuff coming up. Let me tell you one thing that was really cool. So as you know, every first and last Wednesday of the month, um, there is a, a recovery event that I'll do. So I work with I Am Recovery and Counseling and we pull in speakers and we pull in groups and stuff like that. So there's been this change in the air and they said we want to make this more of an alumni feel. So we brought in an alumni that has gone through the entire I Am Recovery program and he brought a crowd. So it was our biggest turnout since... Well, our biggest turnout was when we had Leon Logothetis from Netflix come in, but that was that was like a special occasion. Kindness Diaries. Yes, if you haven't watched Kindness Diaries, super important. We should watch. I wonder if it's still on Netflix. I bet it is. I believe it is. It's a Netflix series, so it probably is. Yeah, but some. Well, okay. Just so you guys, how Netflix works. Is I don't trust Office ever since they took the Office. I'm That's sorry. Not Netflix I, I know, but I don't trust Netflix because they took away the Office. How about off how about Dave? Twice. How about Dave Chappelle? Where Dave Chappelle went back and said, "Hey, by the way, I'm not getting paid for these shows anymore because the company owns that." And they're like, "Hey, you know what? We want to have a good relationship with you. We want to honor you. We want to do like good business with you. We will not run the Dave Chappelle show on Netflix anymore." I don't know who Dave Chappelle is. Well, okay. <laughs> For everybody over 26, he is a co- – no, I'm just joking. He's a comedian. I mean, he's I bet not, I would recognize He's not him. appropriate, but he had the Chappelle show on Comedy Central for years. And then he – you know, whatever. We can debate like why he left. They own that contract. And so he – because he has a relationship with Netflix, he really feels like they honored him because he has a few co- stand-up comedies on there. And they said, hey, because you're not getting paid for this, even though it's your work, it's your artwork, you know, it's your masterpiece, we won't play it because you asked us not to. So I was just saying, I think that shows you something about... Well, I guess I think Netflix we, has a heart. I think we all want to be with, in relationship, in a business relationship with that type of person. Mm-hmm. That's all. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, you should, sponsored by Netflix. Chris, get paid. Anyway. So The Office is not a Netflix series. They did remove that, but then it came back on. Yeah, but then they removed it again. No, I think it's still on there. Oh, it's gone. No. Oh, honey, turn it on right now. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's gone. Okay. They brought it back and they're like, psych. Cool. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I'll end with that. Anyway, so. I'll show her an episode (laughs) after. No, you could totally be right. Arena Talks. uh, It was just a really neat one. I, it, it's tough for me to measure the success in those, but I think in recovery, their success if one person is inspired really with, with most things, I think it could be defined as an excess if one person is inspired or is shifted mentally to do better. But because it was such a big turnout, it was just kind of fun to be in the motion of like, Oh crap, we have run out of chairs (laughs) and okay, I'm going to stand here. And, um, I don't know. It was just a it was a good run, and we're still learning a few tweaks to make sure that it is precise and and consistent across all boards on everyone on the team. So 
not only is it just an event to run, but also learning to work with people who are not similar to me, who maybe are more, um, more fly by the seat of your pants when in that particular thing I'm very organized in. So I'm learning to be a better she, leader. She doesn't like spontaneity in that part. Not in that part. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, that's really fun and that'll continue. So that'll be good. And then, uh, I guess that's kind of it. That's kind of enough for now. 23 minutes, 24 minutes into this thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've, I've really been enjoying setting up our home more and more and more. It's kind of, it's nice to get shelving and set up the office and move some things in our bedroom. I don't know how to set up frames on the walls so that it looks, uh, aesthetic. I just go here's space. Let's clump some stuff together. So, uh, (laughs) it's nice to kind of figure that out a little bit along the way. Yeah. That's all. Any last words? I don't think so. We'll come, we'll return in two weeks to tell you, or next week or something to tell you if the office is still on Netflix. That's all. (laughs) That's the next podcast. Netflix. Nope. It's not on. Okay. That's all we had to say. Goodbye. (laughs)